Hi, it's good to be with you again. And um, you might be thinking, why are you wearing that? Um, you're over the screen, Steve, you can't harm anyone or get harmed. Um, well, everyone knows what PPE stands for. Oh, my glasses are sticking up a little bit. Protective. Anyway, everyone knows what PPE stands for, but not everyone knows what PPF stands for. You might have heard me talk about PPF before. You might not have done. Um, but either way, I wanted to go into further detail about PPF. And most of you know that I work for a charity called Off The Fence and really grateful to different ways that the, the tab have supported Off The Fence. And um, at Off The Fence, one of the things that I've been doing is supporting people over the phone during the pandemic. And one person I've been supporting is someone who used to be homeless, but thankfully and amazingly, by the grace of God, um, in the space of a couple of years, has gone from rough sleeping to having their own private accommodation after a long journey, and from uh, being unemployed to having a really decent job, a very commendable job, especially in these times, and um, going from strength to strength in his walk with Jesus, which without doubt, he and I um, would give credit to then enabling the other things to happen because that has been his strength, his song. And when I was speaking to him about PPF, he noticed that the words that that stands for um, are in the James 5 passage. So you might be thinking, yeah, but we did James 5 a while ago. You may even remember that was my dad who, who spoke on the James 5 passage after Julian did the first um, seven or so verses. Um, my dad then sp spoke on the rest. But I felt really, really strongly that I needed to bring this message. Not for me, but for you. And the reason why I felt I should bring this message is because this pandemic seems to be dragging on and on and on. And I appreciate that although it's really good to look at the word of God and almost put that to one side in the thinking of the pandemic and, and focus on the word of God in other ways because we know it will give us uh, fruit, it will enable us to, to face the pandemic and it will help us to have a focus besides the pandemic. I also thought it was about time that we did something intentional again where we are very focused um, on a whole message on the pandemic and I want to use the, I want to use the passage of James 5 to do that. But before I do that, I know some of you are Lord of the Rings fans. Those of you that aren't, I think you'll still appreciate this. There's a conversation between Gandalf the wizard and uh, Frodo the hobbit, and it goes like this. It's Frodo speaking first. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. I bet a lot of us feel like that about the pandemic. I wish the ring, the ring that Frodo had to carry that was an enormous burden on him. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. And then Gandalf, the wizard, wisely replies, so do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. 
All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Now, interestingly, Tolkien, who wrote The Lord of the Rings, um, was a soldier fought in the war. And so when he came up with those incredible words, he probably was very much thinking of, of wartime uh, memories when he wrote those, maybe even wrote them when he was out um, in the field, um, when he was out fighting in those wars. So for us, for us, wouldn't it be great if we were able to go a step above what those words say, rather than wishing this pandemic had never come to us and that none of this had ever happened? What if we instead praise God that we are alive in this pandemic? You might be thinking you must be crazy. Why on earth would we praise God that we're alive in this pandemic? We see we've got this treasure in jars of clay. We've got this incredible gift. The Holy Spirit living within us, enabling us to do the impossible, to believe in God in all times and to be a light to the world. And we've got the treasure of the gospel to share. We've got the treasure of being able to tell people in these dark times about the light of the world, about the Lord Jesus Christ, about the fact that he died on the cross to pay for all the wrong we've done and all the wrong that's in our hearts. And he rose again to conquer death. So if we believe in him, we too can conquer death and be with him forever. Be completely forgiven for our sin. Live with him forever and know him in this life. Know him in this life. Know him in this pandemic. And what a difference it hopefully is making to your life if you're a Christian watching this. Knowing Jesus. Let's take a look at our chapter for today and look into what that PPF I mentioned is all about. So the first P, patience. And early on, from verse seven onwards, we're encouraged to be patient. And we're encouraged to patiently wait for the Lord's coming, the Lord's return. And in times like this, I don't know about you, but I've thought more about the Lord's return than I perhaps ever have done. And I can't wait for the Lord to return. I can't wait to see his glorious face and for there to finally be an end to this fallen world, for the new order of things to finally come because of our wonderful saviour, the Lord Jesus. Patiently waiting for him to come. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, when is this all going to be over? Well, it will all be over when the Lord says it's time for this pandemic to be over. No sooner, no later. God has not gone on holiday. God has not forgotten about us. And what's really interesting is he's being patient. He's calling us to be patient. 
but he too is being patient. Now, how is he being patient when he's the one that, that knows the exact moment when he's gonna end this pandemic? He knows exactly how he's gonna end it and exactly why he's allowed it, what he's doing for it. Well, God is being patient all the time and always has been and always will be. We're here in 2 Peter 3, verse eight, that to the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. And he is not forgetting us in these days or any days. He's been patient with us as he prepares for his return. And why doesn't he return as quick as we like? Why doesn't he end this pandemic as quick as we may like? Well, because he wants as many people as possible to be born and to choose him as their savior, to join his huge family. Next P, perseverance. So we're encouraged to persevere and, and told of how when Job persevered, he was so blessed, so blessed by the Lord God Almighty. And we will be so blessed when we go to be with the Lord Jesus in heaven one day. We will be so, so blessed. And even before then, we are blessed because we know in this life, we could talk about how he might bless us in the future with wonderful things, dreams come true, that kind of thing. But isn't the best blessing to know the Lord Jesus, to know that we are forgiven all sin, that there's no condemnation for us, that he loves us more than anyone else could ever love us? Isn't that the best blessing and to know that one day we will be with him forever because he saved us. He wants us and as many people as possible to be in his family. So he is being so patient, so patient allowing so many generations to be born and many people in those generations to reject him, to be abusive to him and to do all sorts of evil because he wants as many people as possible to have the opportunity to join his family. And we may be struggling to persevere in these times because of not being able to see some of our family or being able to see them but not being able to embrace them and be close to them. And that may be the case for friends for us where we sadly may not have a biological family. But please know that God's heart is family far more than yours is and far more than mine is. God's heart is family. It's always been about family with the people of Israel, the first people he chose, it was about family, all descending from Abraham, keeping this amazing promise to that man Abraham of giving as many descendants as stars in the sky. God is all about family and we see how because of the promises fulfilled through Jesus where he has made it that everyone who believes in Jesus can be a part of his family. God's got the biggest family in the world and it's ever grown, hallelujah. We could persevere. We could persevere and we could be patient when we remember who God is and that huge heart he has for family, much bigger than ours. And here he's adding to his family. And sadly, there's some people that needed this pandemic to join his family. C.S. Lewis said that pain is like God's megaphone to get our attention. And unfortunately, many people will not pay attention to God, think about God without such pain. And yeah, 
for some it, it would have taken a pandemic and does take a pandemic for them to come to know him and we know this is one of the, the main reasons why God has allowed this pandemic. Toward the end of James chapter 5, it interestingly talks about Elijah and how he prayed for rain after initially praying that there wouldn't be rain and how God answered both times. And it's interesting, isn't it, that he, he prayed that there would not be rain and, and great famine came on the, line, and on the land. And there's that instance and many instances in the Bible that, that warn us God, God does have as his plan for disasters to happen, for, for terrible things to happen. And, and Jesus warned many things would come in the end times. And you might not be sure whether we're in the end times or not, but the easiest way perhaps to look at it is ever since Jesus ascended to heaven, well, we've, we've been in the end times really because it's every day since then has been a day closer to his return. And we can't wait to see him face to face. PPF, so patience and perseverance and the last one, faith. And why did Elijah have success, such success with his prayers that he could pray and such amazing things happen? He, he wasn't Superman, but he knew a God who could do anything. And he must have had such a close relationship with God to know the voice of God, to be able to confidently say that until Elijah said there will not, uh, the famine will not end, that it will not end, the rain will not come. Because God had that calling on his life and he knew that. Elijah was just a man like us, but a man who was close to God, which made him very powerful. And it made him a righteous man because his righteousness came from God. God's righteousness rubbed off on him because he spent time with God. He hung with God. And we, through the blood of Jesus, too, are made righteous and I believe we become more righteous the closer we get to Jesus the more we get to know him and and I think then the more powerful our prayers are because we're more and more becoming like Jesus and when we have faith PPF patience perseverance faith when we have faith well we will often see answers to prayer that we wouldn't have had answered if we hadn't had that faith faith the bible tells us can move mountains and you might be thinking but my faith is so small how do i get faith like that well god is so gracious that it says faith even the size of a mustard seed can move mountains another verse that comes to mind when i think about faith 2 corinthians 4 verse 18 fix your eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen because what's seen is temporary what's unseen is eternal and won't fade i'm not taking these off to do some like dramatic moment or something i'm taking them off to give an analogy can you imagine if you could put on glasses They helped you see the world through God's eyes. They helped you see all the spiritual things going on in the world amongst the physical things. Glasses that enabled you to see the demons that are in this world. 
glasses that enabled you to see the angels that are in this world. I reckon right now, if you could put on glasses like that, you'd see angels in your house, around your house, if you trust in the Lord Almighty. How incredible is that? And we might never be able to see things in that kind of detail, but the more that we get to know Jesus, the more we will think in an eternal way, we will think in a spiritual way, we will not be narrow-minded and only think of things in the physical sense. Fix your eyes on what's unseen, not what is seen. This world is ending, slowly but surely or quickly, only the Lord knows. But praise God that if we know him, we don't need to be afraid. And we can look forward to being with him one day in heaven. And we can, in this life as we wait, enjoy telling people about the Lord Jesus. Enjoy playing our part in adding to God's family. We might not be able to save anyone. We know only the Lord can do that. But we can guide people to him. And that is our job to play. Every Christian, in whatever way we're able to, in whatever way he leads us to. And I've spoken about this before, that it might not be, you might not be a street preacher, but we're all called to tell of Jesus. We've got to share this treasure. We've got this incredible treasure, the best treasure ever, the only one that's not going to fade of knowing the Lord Jesus. We can't keep that to ourselves. We need to share it. Every Christian needs to share it in some way or another. And put on your PPF. Put on patience perseverance and faith we will get through this pandemic however many months or years it may take and let's not wish away this time let's not look back like Frodo did thinking about how he wished the ring had never come to him and how none of the things that went on ever happened instead let's say in all sincere and seriousness and sincerity Lord Jesus, thank you that you called me and you made me for this pandemic, among other things. Let's take up our cross and follow him. And what that means is let's accept that, yeah, this isn't easy, but we're going to follow him. We're going to follow him and we're going to see him glorified and we're going to see people come to know him and we will be blessed by getting to know him on a deeper level. But most importantly, he will be lifted high. So how do you get patience, perseverance, faith, so that we're able in all seasons, all our lives, to be patient, to persevere and have faith, even in the darkest of times? Well, two things, just to end this talk. Well, one's been behind me the whole time. Hope. We've got this hope, like an anchor for our soul. Feelings come and go. Feelings are confusing, can really take us on a wild goose chase and a roller coaster. The cross, the cross is always solid, rock solid. The gospel is always rock solid. We can always come to the cross and know that there's forgiveness for when we don't put on our PPF and we do other things um, that yeah, are perhaps even more serious and can do really, really bad sins at times. We 
go to the cross for forgiveness. We can go to the cross for that hope. We can go to the cross believing he can do miracles. He came and he died and he rose again. The cross has all the answers. Jesus achieved everything at the cross and the cross, like I say, is rock solid. It's not reliant on feelings. It's truth. The gospel is truth and we can rest in that truth all the time even when our feelings make us feel down. We can still put our hope in Jesus and what he done for us through the cross, through the gospel. And the other thing is we can pray. Let's pray, pray, pray for other people and for ourselves. And let's pray particularly, perhaps, in these pandemic times, and again, perhaps all our lives, because they're always going to be needed, for patience, perseverance, and faith. Why don't we pray as we close? Father God, thank you that you're all we need. You, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, you're all we need. Please fill us with patience, perseverance and faith and a real gratitude in all sincerity and seriousness that we are alive in these pandemic days, that we are here to be such a light for you in these dark days. And we pray we would see many, many people come to know you in our lifetimes and that you would help us to go deeper and deeper in our walks with every day, which we know will then help us to be more of a light for you, help our prayers be more powerful, will have all the wonderful impacts on us that it would. And above all, we always pray, Lord Jesus, be glorified, be worshipped by all creation, now and always, in Jesus' name.
你。